You're listening to a Monster Kid podcast. <laughs> interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic, hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century, Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Welcome to the first episode of Cinemarketing Podcast. The trailers may have lied to you, but we won't. I'm Mike Pisacano. And I'm Anthony Cilio. And I'd like to say... Hello? Nice. Very nice. Good day, everybody. Today we're doing Kangaroo Motherfucking Jack. The epitome of what we think that uh, this podcast is going to be covering. Movies like this. Oh, uh, yeah. This movie... was the, um, this was the, uh, like, inspiration for the podcast. Like, this is why we're doing it. Yeah. And anytime that we brought this movie up to people talking about Kangaroo Jack, the first thing that they uh, talk about is how, like, I went in, I thought it was going to be a talking kangaroo the whole time, and they lied to me. Total spoiler alert, it, it's not about a talking kangaroo yeah, at despite, all. Despite what this DVD cover will tell you that we have right here. Yeah, it's it's not about a kangaroo at all. Um, so His name isn't even Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, well, it, it, he has like two names. They either call him Jackie Legs or Kangaroo Jack, but they never get it right. It's never consistent. Yeah, it's it, hilarious. All right, so the movie was directed by David McNally, and the only other directing credit that this guy has is that he directed Coyote Ugly, which came out in hold on, the movie came out in nine in two thousand. So that is his. Those are his only other directing credit. Uh, I think, um, uh, at least for for movies, he directed some TV movies and like some episodes of TV shows. But yeah, if if there's a movie that like you deserve to get thrown in director jail over, it's it's Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, and it stars Anthony Anderson, famous Hollywood rapist Anthony Anderson. I must add, he jer- he can't keep getting away with. He cannot keep getting away with it. Gotta I have gotta, that on this. I gotta add that. that yeah, gotta board. add that to the soundboard. Um, Jerry O'Connell, Estella Warren, Christopher Walken, and Michael Shannon. I love him and everything. He's the best part of every movie he's in. Uh, including this one. Yeah. Uh, we will get into that. Uh, and one of the other famous things about movie promotional uh, material, posters and such, is the taglines. And the tagline for this movie is, he stole the money, dot, 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 and he's not giving it back. Which, <laughs> terrible tagline. Terrible. Think the tagline should have been, the tagline well, should have been, and he have it away. Well, think about it like this. Think about it like this. What do kangaroos have? A pouch. Hoodies have a pouch. They could have easily worked in the pouch somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but we can't come up with it right now, so. <laughs> yeah, I just adjusted our levels a little bit, so we're not blowing everyone's ears out. Yeah, um, yeah so it's, I think it's a terrible tagline. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely awful. Yeah, they could have done so much better. I, I, there's got to be other. Was that the only? That's tagline? the only one I could find. That's that is literally the only tagline I could find for this piece of shit. This is garbage. Right. So, so production companies, it's got three: Warner Brothers, Castle Rock, and Jerry Bruckheimer. So we got Pirates of the Caribbean, Seinfeld, and Bugs Bunny yeah. pushing this shit. Yeah, that was the. Um, that was a very odd thing seeing the Castle Rock logo at the beginning of the movie. I'm like. That's the only thing I know is Seinfeld and like Stephen King movies. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a very weird company to be in. Uh, and the only other thing that I like about this, um, I, I I love uh, very a variance on logos at the beginning of the movies, and this one has for the Bruckheimer logo, bunch of kangaroos, has a little couple of kangaroos hopping down that road before. The, I think it uh, shows it in the. I think it shows it in the trailers too. Yeah, so it might we'll see be able a split to see second it. of there. And it was released January seventeenth, two thousand three. So it was. Fuck a- you! 
Yeah, to, it, it was to steal total... from another movie related podcast. Uh... Red Letter Media, gotta love them. But yeah, January it, it reeks of January. So we're talking pre release. Let's uh, start with some trailers. We got two lined up. Let's take a look at this first one. It was the kangaroo. Yep. Twenty years ago, Charlie met Lewis. Today, I need your help. He wished he never had. He takes this envelope to Sydney, Australia. Oh my God! Hey, check this out. That's like fifty grand there. Now, a simple delivery is about to wind up. There he is. In the wrong pocket. Hey, look how tall See, they tried to do the pouch thing there with the pocket thing. Yeah. But... And then he hopped it away. Well, it seems to me you need an airplane. What is this fucking 1.5 times speed? It annoys the jump around. shit out of me. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer presents <laughs> the story of two best friends. You have really got to come back on that pie. Who travel to the ends of the earth. <laughs> to catch the world's most unlikely thief. <laughs> Bring it on, Queen of the Desert. Kangaroo Jack. Love the jacket, Charlie. Nice. I said a hip hop. The hippie, the hippie to the hip hip hop. You don't stop the rock to the bang bang. Boogie set up. This is great. Directed by David McNally. Jackie Legs. And I'd like to say hello. I love how they put in the little, this is great, at the end. Like I also okay. like how the announcer has to say, directed by David McNally. It's like, I don't think that that's a director whose name is like deserved to be said by the movie yeah. narrator. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. So this is kind of a two-faced movie. That's the type of trailer we saw a lot on like Nickelodeon. You get a lot of talking kangaroos in See, the TV spots. I don't even think there was that much because it is just like the stinger scene in that But trailer. that's the part you remember, right? You it, remember the end yeah, of the trailer. Yeah, it made it look like that was like the big reveal that uh, he talks and that this is a talking kangaroo movie. But it is... I can kind of see how it's like... Well, I guess context and hindsight is twenty twenty, but it's like, oh, that's the only scene they ever showed of a kangaroo talking. So yeah. I guess if you were a, a not a dumb kid, you probably could have maybe put two and two together. But oh, and I was a dumb fucking yeah. kid. So <laughs> it's kind of a two-faced movie because then you also have trailers like this one here. Let's take a look at this one. Yeah, this one's shorter. It's like only a minute. Yeah. They didn't even put the kangaroo in the Bruckheimer logo. Really keeping it a secret. Yeah, like they're making it look like some spy thriller. Yeah. Tom Cruise is going to pop out. And he's not giving it back. Hey, look how tall he is. Kangaroo Jack. Put the money in the jacket. And your jacket on the kangaroo. $50,000? Yeah. Hop it away. <laughs> and always. Yeah, so the kangaroo says not a word in that entire trailer. Yeah, it was trying to, I think it's probably going to be one of those trailers that is like a misdirect where it makes you think like, oh, this is like a serious spy thriller. And then it's like, psych, it's a kangaroo. Yeah, I think that's like the trailer they would have shown on MTV like during TRL and shit. Like the subversive one where it's like, this ain't your, this ain't for kids. This is a, a real mo movie or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but you so, know what I also notice is that in every one of these trailers, the logo of the movie is always like him stomping on like a a, a, a big mud pie that, <laughs> and it spells out the title. I don't think it's a mud pie. I think it's just dirt. But <laughs> it's so it's funny to think Kangaroo Jack just stepping in shit and then there's the movie title <laughs> right in the shit. 
Like, yeah. it's amazing. So, I, Mike, you didn't see this movie as a kid. I didn't see this movie as a kid. I think maybe because I did know better. Uh, I also think it's just because I didn't like live action kids movies when I was a kid. Like, I didn't like The Grinch. I didn't. I didn't see like Cat in the Hat or like even. I didn't even see Spy Kids. I just didn't like uh, live action movies that weren't like superheroes. Very short and attention I, span. And I only, yeah, I only liked cartoons, and the only live action shit I liked was superheroes. So yeah, I, I also. I think I just kind of thought like, yeah, this just looks fucking stupid. Like, e- yeah, even well, if I thought the movie you weren't was a, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> even if I thought the movie was entirely about a talking kangaroo with sunglasses who raps, and that was the whole movie, I still thought that's dumb. I don't want to see that. Yeah, it it was pretty bad. I saw it as a kid, not in theaters, but I did see it like when it was on cable, um, and I fucking hated it. I don't remember getting through more than like forty five minutes of it. Like, when we watched this movie, it was the first time I ever saw the ending. Yeah, uh, it was the first time that I ever saw this movie uh, was watching it for this show also. It's boring. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, cross-promotion. Surprisingly, no fast food tie-ins. Actually, not surprisingly. It's a live-action movie. Very rarely do live-action movies have fast food tie-ins. I mean, yeah. Again, unless if they're a superhero movie or something. But, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and also, we were trying to find, like... Was there toys made of this kangaroo or something? And apparently, courtesy of Movie Promotional Merch Unlimited on Twitter, there's... <laughs> this is what we got. This yeah. is what we're looking at right here. It's a, it's, little, um, a little plushie of a, of a kangaroo with sunglasses. His eyes are terrifying. <laughs> Look at that. Well, the, I, I think <laughs> Why they, are they so far apart on his head? I think they thought that the sunglasses would hide that, but... But then why even give him eyes? Yeah, why make the sunglasses detachable? It doesn't make any sense. Now, I don't know if this is, like, something that um, they released. Maybe they just sent it to, like, promo, like, for movie theaters. I don't know if this was actually released in stores. I doubt it. Yeah, because we were looking up, like, on eBay and stuff, like, Toys of Kangaroo Jack. Were there anything? Like, I could not find any sort of, like, official licensed material. And this obviously didn't have a video game. Uh, I could picture, like, a Flash game of this. Couldn't find anything online. Like, yeah. we checked the movie website. It was just a kind of boring site. Nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean, Web Archive yeah. has not really done a good job of uh, archiving the, the, that movie's website. Because who the fuck website. wants to archive this? Yeah. This ain't <laughs> Space Jam. It, no, it's not, no. It's still <laughs> operational to this day. Yeah. So, and then other pre-release stuff, like in media, we found a clip from Saturday Night Live, Weekend Update. I'm going to play it right now. Let's take a look at this. A Chinese man is suing a movie theater because the film he came to see started four minutes late. In a related story, a moviegoer sued the makers of the film Kangaroo Jack because the film started. Uh, good. I guess that's technically, it, it's pre-release. This, this was released January 17th. This episode, according to Peacock, was January 11th. Yeah, so this was the week before the movie came out. I People guess, knew this was going to fucking suck. Yeah, I think it was probably like not a very well-kept secret in Hollywood that this was a shitty movie. It's in January. It also didn't have any, like... I mean, Anthony Anderson is what the biggest name. I guess Christopher Walken, but like he's, he's in the in movie for like five minutes. Yeah, and, and we'll Michael Shannon wasn't a big actor at the time, but he's like you know had a better career since. Uh, but yeah, I also you know what's weird is that like I you try to find like I was trying to find like any other sort of like late night talk show like promotional thing like nobody promoted this movie really like I don't see any I didn't see any interviews. At, uh, of them, you know, d- talking about the movie on like some n- late night yeah, talk there's show nothing. or anything. There's nothing. It it really did feel like this was a movie that was like trying to, you know, they were trying to bury. Yeah. Um, so th- th- there's your pre-release. There's not a whole lot. So yeah, and the, the only poster is like just the main sa- poster. That's the it. Same image of the kangaroo with glasses. It's like no effort, no variant posters for overseas markets or anything like that. Yeah, just I found the Japanese poster. I'll put it up here. It's not very different, as you can plainly see. It's mm-hmm. just whatever. So there's your pre-release. Um, we'll get back to post-release right after this. Oh 
あと一歩で任務は完了しかしその金はとんでもないところに<笑>アルマゲドンのジェリー・ブラックカイマーが送る全米ナンバーワンヒットのハイテンションアドベンチャー「日本上陸」オーストラリアの広大な大地を舞台に。アメリカ一おバカな二人と世界一ファンキーなカンガルーが命がけの鬼ごっこカンガルージャックカンガルージャックこいつ日本語ペラペラです
I think first, the CG is actually pretty impressive. I'll yeah, give them that. It wasn't as uh, out of place I was I was uh, as I was expecting because yeah. as he's like hopping around and stuff, like it doesn't look like you know he does. He's just like some superimposed image over like some background. No, that he look, fit. It, it, it's it looks like good. It, looks like it fits into the environment. Um and. We noticed this on, like, the DVD bonus features, which we'll talk about later. But, like, there was a mix of, like, animatronic CG. So, it's, like, there's there's a good mix there of, like, how effort. to make the uh, the kangaroo effects. And then the only other thing, King Michael Shannon oh, just really... You, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> he is He eats the screen. He doesn't eat... He doesn't just eat the scenery. He fucking chews it up and spits it out. Yeah, he's also... I, I have a feeling that he still thinks that he was supposed to be in, like, a real mob movie. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He is just a tour de force in this film. It's like, he's so campy and ridiculous, but, like, he has no sense of self-awareness about oh, the yeah. type of performance. Like, he's... <laughs> He, he he really think he thinks he's on the Sopranos in this He really movie. does <laughs> think he's on the Sopranos. It's it's incredible. And uh I want to see him in a gangster movie now. Well, I mean, he had yeah, remember the Iceman? Oh yeah, the Iceman. What about his also also his uh his legendary performance in Premium Rush oof, as oof. uh Was that technically mob? Was he mob? Was he a mo- I don't remember. Was he a cop or whatever? Was... We're going to we're going to do that movie. We have Sneak to do Premium preview. Rush. Um, well, yeah. Who knows when we'll get to Premium Rush? But that will be a that that seems like an episode. It would be that would be fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about uh the uh. So we what that's what we think about it. What do the critics think about yeah. it? So Rotten Tomatoes, it's got an eight. And whenever a movie has a single digit, you know you're in for a treat. I feel like most of the movies we cover in this show will have a single digit. I I I, I don't think that. Maybe we should start keeping track. Yeah, you know what? We'll we'll keep a track now. First movie that has an eight. We I'm gonna get knows? a big whiteboard right here. What's gonna be our first zero? Is it gonna be Gotti? Can uh, we do Gotti? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But so, 116 reviews, nine fresh, 107 rotten. The consensus: the humor is gratingly dumb, and Kangaroo Jack contains too much violence and sexual innuendo for a family movie. And there's a reason for that. We found out in the production history. Uh, I'm going to read this. This is from Wikipedia, whatever. Initially, the film was titled Down and Under. It was shot as a mob comedy in the style of Midnight Run. Shot in Australia in August 2001 and had cursing, sex, violence, only one scene with a kangaroo. So basically nothing changed about uh, the movie <laughs> that we saw. Because that's all applicable to this movie. There's one scene of a kangaroo. There's cursing. Michael Shannon calls them... R the R word. The R word. He says the R word. This movie was advertised on Nickelodeon. What the? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's like yes, cursing sex. We brought up the scene. It's the of... worst thing to show on Nickelodeon since Dan Schneider. Oh, oh. and Drake Bell. Oh, topical. Oh, yeah, uh, but yeah, the sex. There are many scenes in the movie where like characters hilariously grab the woman's breast. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to we'll play, play it. I was going to wait, but you know what? Let's just take a look at this scene. This is not a kids movie. How you doing? Good. You? Good. <laughs> Ooh, they feel so real. <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's boy. that's it. Yeah, oh, my God. Okay, so in this scene, he's, like, hallucinating in the desert, and he thinks that he's seeing a mirage, and then he's grabbing the boobs, and he's like, wow, they feel real. It's like, well, first off, are you imagining that it's a woman with breasts and you're grabbing them and they feel real? Because if that's the case, it's you can't even chalk but, it up to like, oh, yeah. he didn't know. He, uh, yeah. he, he knew. He knew. He fucking knew. <laughs> but anyway, this scene... Anthony Anderson fucking knew. <laughs> <laughs> he can't keep getting away with it. This scene, among others, is proof that, it, as it says here... Uh, they basically shot it, and it wasn't going as expected. The only positive responses were from the kangaroo. So the like Jerry Bruckheimer's like, all right. After he saw how Snow Dogs did, and he was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're switching it. We're making this about a kangaroo. Sell it to kids. Cut out all the sex, or at least as much as we can, to keep a PG rating, and then release it for kids because kids will see this. 
Yeah. You and know, it, it, it showed. It was number one at the box office when it opened. Yeah. We'll get to the box office and yeah. uh, the but reception anyway, after. So but Metacritic, yeah. Metacritic reception, 16%. Zero positive, five mixed, 20 negative. The best review. Will parents be able to sit through Kangaroo Jack without plunging shark sticks into their eyes? The short answer, yes. Barely. Says Ty Burr of the Boston Globe, which gave it a 50. The best review is a 50. That's the highest it's going to get on Metacritic. Yeah. And, and then and on the, the worst, worst review. review, we have virtually every shot of the kangaroo was digitally created, and perhaps that was an insurance policy masterstroke, forcing a real-life one to act ap- opposite these co-stars could have easily constituted animal cruelty. Joe McGovern of The Village Voice, 0 out of 100. Which, Joe, <laughs> I get it, you're going for a joke here, but the CGI was the best part. The CGI he's not, is he's a- not technically attacking the CGI, he's doing it for a joke, but... Mm. I don't know. I think it's kind of I mean, weird that he attacked the movie's one really good quality. Yeah. Or, or maybe he could have been saying that if they had a live kangaroo being on set with Anthony Anderson, he would not have been safe. <laughs> He's into bestiality too, you're saying? <laughs> he can't keep getting away with he this. He cannot keep getting away with it. Uh, we're not going to we're not going to go into uh details, but just look up Anthony Anderson allegations. They're pretty damning. Pretty damning. Yeah. And like, we, we brought up the idea of, like, oh, we should ha- go on Cameo and, like, find someone from Kangaroo Jack to do, like, a, hey, you're listening to Cinema Marketing. And Anthony Anderson is on Cameo, but I'm like, I don't want him to uh, associate it with no, our show. No, not at all. So, yeah, let's take a look at the premiere. We have some pictures of the premiere here. This is... I, th- I had to bring this up. Like, normally it'd be, like, who cares? But, like, these images from the premiere are incredible they got a guy dressed up in a kangaroo jack walk around costume and it and he has the sunglasses on and the 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 hoodie just says kangaroo jack which is weird i want that hoodie (laughs) i will unironically wear it but yeah these shots are just fucking incredible just this a bygone era yeah a bygone era and then there's this other picture of anthony anderson jerry o'connell and michael shannon standing one by one next to each other Uh, michael shannon looks demented yeah (laughs) it is he is a scary looking man nice (laughs) he is a very scary looking man like i would not want to cross his um his path at all so the soundtrack i'm going to give the movie an achievement for the soundtrack it is Kind of a bop. It's got Tainted Love by Soft Cell. It's got, uh, actually, that's probably the best song on it. It's got Two Way by Little Romeo. Down Under. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Land Down Under. Actually, no, that's the best song on the it's soundtrack. It's got a hip hop. It doesn't, hip, it, doesn't, hop. it doesn't have the full version of Rapper's Delight. It's got the four-minute version. The full-minute full version, I think, is, be- I believe, like 10 or 11 minutes long. Well, he's in the movie for about 50 seconds. Listen, so the least you, will... you could do is put the full version on the soundtrack. That's the oh, least Oh, not on the soundtrack. Oh, I yeah, thought you were yeah, talking no, about no. its use in the movie. No, 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 on the soundtrack. It's got the four-minute version. Just, dude, there's like 12 songs on the soundtrack. You could fit the whole thing. You could fit the whole version on this CD. I mean, I also... I guess if they were trying to sell it to kids, like, I don't know if, like, does the 10-minute version have some, like, you know... Uh, some lewd material that doesn't they might matter. It, it it doesn't matter. The kids don't get it. But so box office opening weekend, as we said before, it opens at number one. What yeah. did it have to compete with that weekend? Yeah. So this came out on Martin Luther King Jr. weekend of two thousand. The big day. The big day. <laughs> God. Yeah. Martin Luther King died for this movie. Oh, he had a dream of a talking kangaroo. <laughs> oh no. We can't. Christ. This is, this is bad jokes to be making on the first episode. I anyway, apologize. keep going. <laughs> All right. So it opened at number one with twenty-one million dollars, uh, and the only other competition that it was opening up against. There was this movie called National Security that came out uh, in on the same weekend. Was number two. It's looks like the exact same movie as Kangaroo Jack, but with no kangaroo. It's Martin Lawrence and Steve Zahn. Two mismatched security guards are thrown together to bust a smuggling operation. It uh, even the poster looks similar. It's like orange with like red font. It looks exact. It looks very similar. And then the only other movie that came out this weekend is called A Guy Thing, and it stars. It stars. Hold on. 
Who, who does it star? Wait, it, it just says a soon-to-be husband wakes up on the the morning after his bachelor party in bed with another woman. Uh oh, comedy ensues. I'll, I'll put and the poster here. Yeah, and who it uh, stars Jason Lee, Julia Stiles, Selma Blair, and James Brolin. So basically. It competed with shit. So, yeah, so nothing. <laughs> of, and then looking through this whole weekend list, there is literally like nothing for kids that was out around this time. So it made sense. It was number yeah, one. It, 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 yeah, it, it was it, like it made overall it made eighty eight point nine million on a sixty million dollar budget. So for 2003, it was the number forty two highest grossing domestic movie, which who cares about that? But it it, it, it made money. I don't know if it really made money because, like, you need to make, like, double your budget in order to even break even in Hollywood. So I that, that's today. I don't know what it was like in 2003, but at least it made more than it cost. Let's just put it that way. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a movie uh, budget expert, but it made more than it costed. So that's good enough for me, I guess. I mean, uh, who knows? But yeah. the only other thing that it could have been released around this time for kids is like the Wild Thornberries movie, which was in its fifth weekend at this point. So yeah, it was like that was, was played out. It, yeah, uh, it's like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, which is like I guess for like older kids, kids aren't like, seeing Lord of the Rings. Maybe like a ten-year-old or a twelve-year-old might be into those movies, maybe. but like yeah, not for little kids. There was a, a an IMAX release of The Lion King that is like four weeks uh into this point but yeah that's that's really what the landscape looked like for kids movies it really just it kind of came in at a time where it's like it could just like swallow up like a, a, a thirst for kids movies and also martin luther king weekend parents will be like i oh, will take the kids uh they're off from school we'll go see a movie yeah but yeah so let's take a look at uh at post-release so this movie actually won an award Believe it or not, there oh. it won. Well, let's go over what it was nominated for. A very prestigious for. So award. It was nominated from the bottom. Let's see. So the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. It didn't win any. A Stella Warren got nominated for Worst Supporting. I, th- got- I I don't think that we have. We can't just gloss over the fact that there is an award show called the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> I, I really think that like this will have to be. I I, lo- I would love if- to imagine that the the trophies are called the poopies. Like I got a poopy. <laughs> 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 I got a poopy award. Yeah, it was dis- this award show was discontinued after 2006 and I have to assume that it's because like they gave like most annoying comedic actor to Borat and it's like yeah. are you serious? Like are you actually stupid? It's like my dad made this movie show movie yeah. award show. But Even anyway, the, the name sounds like a thing that would be like the stinkers. Yeah, like and then so yeah, so it was nominated for the Stinkers. It was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress Estella Warren, who isn't even an actress. She's a supermodel, and, and she she's the like, one in this movie. She's the one who got her boobs squeezed. Yeah. Um. Most painfully unfunny comedy, least special special effects, which doesn't deserve, and the most annoying non-human character. I mean, he's barely in the movie. Like, how could you be annoyed by him? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they really don't like Rapper's Delight. <laughs> Then but, Teen Choice Awards, it was nominated for Best Comedy Movie and Best Movie Actor in a Comedy, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, I'm going to have to see, like, what was nominated. What else was nominated for comedy that this is, like, our standard as you do for that, comedy? As you do that, um, MTV Movie Awards, it was nominated for Best Virtual Performance. And at the Razzies, it got two nominations for Worst Supporting Actor, Anthony Anderson and Christopher Walken. Yeah, it's weird that Anthony Anderson is considered a supporting actor. Is it like it's like a the reverse of the Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Daniel Kaluuya for uh, yeah. Jesus and the Black Messiah? He's and basically also, the lead. Yeah. Also, Christopher Walken is in the movie for like five minutes. Like, are we? I, that really just I felt honestly like, keep forgetting he's in it. That that honestly just feels like a, an easy get. Like, oh, it's easy to f- make fun of Christopher Walken, and he was in this dumb movie. It's Let's like just making fun of Abe Vigoda for being in Good Burger. Like, dude, who cares? How dare you? Who cares? But yeah, uh, so. So the one that it whoa you have the I was just gonna say I yeah no I can uh, okay whatever I didn't pull it so up. the kids choice awards is where it got its win and it won for best fart and I'd play you the fart but it's literally just your generic like fart sound from a fart machine so it's not even worth playing it. <laughs> it's literally it not even worth it. One of the only the one of the only two movies that has won the Kids Choice Award for Best Fart. It what was, was the other this, one? And then the other one, which I think uh came before this, it was uh Scooby Doo. Uh in the scene <laughs> where Scooby and Shaggy are farting. Oh, that, we're gonna cover that movie. That'll be 100%. a fucking movie we do. Uh, this is Kino. 
That movie is absolute. But anyway, it um, might be the uh, it might be the other button. Stupid movie. Yeah, it might you know be what? That let's one. let's meet in the middle. Stupid this is movie. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Um. So yeah, one award, best fart. At least it won something. Uh, <laughs> that the fart scene goes on for so long, and it is so like, and also. On the DVD, we will talk about this. There's a whole DVD bonus feature just on how they made the sound. Let's talk the about. Let's talk about the whole media release. Let's while we're here, let's talk about it. Still not on Blu-ray. Yeah. And and with the way that uh, movie releases are going and movies are shying away from physical, highly doubt this is ever going to get released on Blu-ray. DVD is going to be the only way to see it. DVD and streaming only way to see this. If you want to own it, gotta buy the DVD. Yeah. The only the other thing that we can uh, bring up about this uh, on on the DVD, you could probably see it right now on the video, is that there's a little uh, there's a little seal of approval on there, and you're like, what what award? Who would approve this fucking movie? Uh, and it is the uh, the Film Advisory Board Seal of Excellence, and you look at that and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Like what? And so. We looked into what is the film advisory board and what does their seal of approval mean? <laughs> seal of excellence, not the seal just of approval. Excellence. excellence. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, the film advisory board is a member-supported organization uh, th- where their award of excellence was developed to award quality, family-oriented, and children's entertainment in pro- print and electronic media. And then I go through and. There's a whole section on Wikipedia for criticism of the Seal of Excellence. Uh, the Film Advisory Board has come under criticism as of late with the seemingly wide use of the Seal of Excellence, with critics stating that while the seal denotes family-friendly entertainment, it does not always denote quality. Uh, certainly the well, case with this movie, but also... How do you watch this and be like, this is acceptable for children? Yeah, like, that's the worst thing. I don't have an issue inherently with the idea of this award. It's okay, yeah. Mark good family entertainment. This is not the movie to do that. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> not it, even fucking close. Yeah, no, this it, it, like you said, it's, it's crude. There's, like, a lot of sex and violence and, like, slurs. It's, it's not a not good movie for good kids. It's not good for kids. Unless they really wanted kids going around saying the R word and grabbing tits, <laughs> I guess the film advi- I guess the film ad- was it the film advisory board. Yeah, they know how to fucking party. <laughs> That's Jeez. all I can say about that. Like Christ, what frat bros are running the film fucking advisory board? <laughs> it's uh, unbelievable. All right, and then on the DVD bonus features, which we did watch. Might be the only thing worse than the movie is the bonus features. I don't think there was a single, like, actual bonus feature on this thing that was like, you know, oh, we're, we're, like, showing you how to make the movie. They're all fucking dumb jokes. Like, there's casting sections, animal auditions, and it's just Kangaroo Jack narrating, like, oh, before they went with me, we almost went with a bunch of other animals. And then it's just, like, home movie footage of, like, animals. It's America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. With uh, minus Tom Bergeron plus Kangaroo Jack, and uh, it, it, that that makes me wonder. Like, the movie's called Kangaroo Jack. It's like a chicken and egg thing. Like, it's like w- did they did were was there originally going to be like Possum Jack or like Turtle Jack? Like Possum they, Pete. Well, it didn't even have to. Or, uh, it didn't even have to alliterate. It's Kangaroo Jack is not an oh. alliterative thing. But Fuck uh, this movie, it's not even alliterative. They could have called yeah. him Kangaroo Keith. Yeah, like, you know, I don't, and then we have behind the gas. This is my favorite one because it actually shows people actually making the movie. Yeah, and I, I like, actually thought it was kind of interesting. If you took out all the jokes, it's like, wow, this is actually a pretty cool idea. Like looking at how sound design works, like yeah. that's interesting to me, I, dude. I would love to be able to say that, like, I make fart sounds for a living. That yeah, would dude. be fucking lit. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> job was amazing, but yeah, it was I just... would not work a day in my fucking life if my <laughs> job was to make farts all day. That would be awesome. Do then you think have... that these guys? Like their inte- like their specialty is like they just go on movie sets and like they make the fart sounds like whenever they have to do a fart for the movie like all right call in like call Joe in, and Bob call- they they're the farts guys and they just come in and just hold their ass up to a mic and just let it rip yeah they they showed like the multiple different methods of like how they m- got fart sounds like they were like they got whoopee cushions there was one that was just like a little fart like clicker box thing like and then it was like oh we just use our mouths and then it's like shows them like ordering like burritos, Bean burritos and yeah shit. 
so and like, milk, <laughs> making them wet, <laughs> garbage. Yeah. Then we have marsupial magic, the making of a Hollywood legend, which is essentially like a behind the music type thing. Like, right? Wasn't isn't that like this a, was like. Uh, it was showing like how they did like the CG effects. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, it was just, and that was also kind of interesting. Yeah, but it's... that's where we found out it's a mix of CG and the um, uh, animatronics. Yeah, but it's also a joke because Kangaroo Jack is narrating the whole thing. He's like, "Oh, this is how they made me." And look, it's like, I'm not real. <laughs> it's like some days I was a puppet, some days I was a computer generated so image. It's Kangaroo Jack is a fucking nightmare <laughs> like no yeah he, he's he's not real he's a fever dream he's a fucking i hate it yeah. i hate this and then the best one we have kangaroo commentary there's no full movie commentary instead what they did is they got kangaroo jack in in character narrating just like five scenes yeah it's like any scene that he's in like not even just like as him talking but just like as a, a real kangaroo or real yeah, uh, but he, and he's just like, oh yeah, this day on set was really difficult. I had to lay there in the dirt for five hours. And it's like, sh- okay, I <laughs> like you know what? I don't I, feel I, sorry for you. I think it was funny. Like I thought we, we thought that if it was the whole movie, maybe that would be like some like no, it, it wouldn't. Would... No, it wouldn't. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, at that point, it's like yeah, we were you know. we were amazed by the sheer ridiculous of it. Before we watched it, we were like, oh my god, they really have the kangaroo narrating the whole movie. And then we were like, oh, man, he's not narrating the whole movie. And then took a step back and went, no, this is fine. Yeah. This like, is fine. If they did the whole movie, it's like the joke's going to get old after a minute. So it's like, why would so maybe you go it's good that it? the kangaroo was only in this for 45 seconds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the other DVD related thing is this movie has a sequel. And it no, had, we did not watch it. I didn't watch the sequel. <laughs> it's animated. It's an animated sequel. It's closer called... to what this movie should have been. Yeah. It's called Kangaroo Jack Good Day USA. Um, and apparently, I'll, I'll put a video yeah. or something up here. And uh, apparently from what I've heard about this movie is that uh, it's the same exact thing as uh, the movie where the kangaroo only talks in one hallucination scene. Wait, really? No, yeah. The movie is about like, it's about these two fucks again. <sighs> and, then, and then, yeah. It's animated. You could do whatever you want. Make it about the kangaroo going on adventures, whatever. Yeah. I. I <laughs> That's what Ozzy and Drix did. Like when you look at something like Osmosis Jones that had... It was kind of like 50-50 animated and then Robin Williams, you know, doing whatever. The the animated show, Ozzy and Drix, was just them. It was just them. And it worked. It wasn't good, but it worked. That's what they should have done with Good Day USA. Just make it about the kangaroo. Nobody cares about these guys. Yeah, I, I was looking up because... Uh, hold on. Let me pull up the, the voice cast for the animated movie. So the guy who plays... Uh, Lewis, who's the Anthony Anderson character, is Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. Amazing. And then we got, hold on. Yeah, there's not really much. Uh, Phil Amar's in it, of course. He's uh, in Phil every Amar's anime. In thing. Everything. Phil, Phil Amar, Amar Kath it- Susie. Um, yeah, the guy who plays Jackie you Legs. Could've, you could have or- told me Phil Lamar was in this. I would have believed you. Yeah. So the guy who plays uh, Jackie Legs in this movie is uh jeff bennett he played brainiac and teen titans go he played like i don't know he's in a lot of animated stuff yeah so just a lot of animated uh just a yeah yeah just not not good so we haven't seen that movie we probably won't watch that movie but i'll tell you right now it's probably a stupid movie so we're not gonna do it we're just not gonna do it yeah before we close out there's one thing that we missed that i would like to uh, uh talk about there was a reunion, a Kangaroo Jack oh, reunion, yes, the reunion. On, on Jimmy Kimmel during quarantine of last year where we had like, you know, there was a Parks and Rec reunion and community reunion and like people having like virtual Zoom reunions of shows to, to keep people like, you know, occupied during, you know, staying at home during quarantine. So Jimmy Kimmel got Anthony Anderson and Jerry O'Connell to have a Kangaroo Jack I'm virtual reunion. Up. I'm pulling this up. I got to pull this up. Mike, so keep talking yeah. about this reunion. So, so yeah. For one reason, it started out as Jimmy Kimmel talking to Anthony Anderson, which is like, I don't know why. Why would you do that? And then it's like, oh, wait, look who we got. It's Jerry O'Connell. And it's like, okay, who is this guy? And it's literally called the Kangaroo Jack reunion that Please no one look. asked for. I'm going to skip to the part where yeah. they meet up. Yeah. It's them. And then, guess what? There's a th- third guest that they bring on okay here it is here it is here it is about yeah i skipped like 350 in let's see kangaroo jack 
Mr. Jerry O'Connell for a Of course he's a fucking bandana, not a mask guy. The reunion <laughs> America's been clamoring oh. for. Jerry. What's up, Jerry O? So what? It feels so Jerry. good. You know what? I'm gonna go full I'm gonna go full pants, fellas. This guy's a loser. (laughs) They're both losers. Ed Kimmel. (laughs) Fuck Kimmel. (laughs) If it ain't Windy City Um, Heat, I don't want him. Just skip to the part where the third surprise guest makes an appearance. I've got a surprise for both of you. Say hello to the star of the film, Kangaroo Jack, Kevin the Kangaroo. Ew. One, he was not the star. And they, yeah, so it's just a kangaroo that they like put superimposed sunglasses and the hoodie on. Yeah, it's stupid. That 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 kangaroo used to come out and party with us. I don't know what happened, man. Well, he's. It looks like he's. And he's got the toy. Oh, that's the toy. It talks. So that just tells me that this was not okay. I'm turning this off. Um. That tells me that that toy was not, that was definitely just a promotional toy that they gave to like the actors, the actors' kids, movie theaters, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was definitely a movie theater somewhere where that was sitting next to the register. A regal reward if I ever saw Oh, one. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, in conclusion, Kangaroo Jack, don't fucking watch it. I cannot believe they duped an entire generation of kids into seeing this shit. Yeah. And it's also like they, there's, there's some kids still to this day that like I feel like they've been gaslit. They're like, no, there was a kangaroo in that movie, wasn't there? And then no, like they think about, it, no, it wasn't. There was not. So and are we also, review? Are we also, gonna if you if even if you take out the fact that like oh it's not really a kangaroo talking like even if you take that out of it, there's there's nothing to the movie other than that. So it's not even like oh if it was accurate to the marketing, it would have been uh the case. But no, no, it's still I, just. I want to release the Bruckheimer cut. I want to see the R-rated or PG-13 sex comedy version of this. It's probably going to be just as bad, but I want to see it. Because there are many scenes where it cuts early, where you're like, there was more there. There was more sex jokes. They said something there. but Yeah, wasn't there a scene, there was a scene where Jerry O'Connell and the and Estelle Warren, they're like... Aren't they like skinny dipping in yeah. some lake? Yeah, and and it's about to there. It's about to get steamy, and then Anthony Anderson obviously jumps in and cuts it off. But there were there are cuts in that scene that are very awkward, and you know you saw some boob, you saw some titty, yeah. you definitely did. Yeah, but, and you know what else is weird that like th- thinking about how like oh they tried to retool this into a family comedy. It's like they didn't even. Again, they didn't do a good job at doing that because it's basically just the same movie, except that in the marketing, they made it look like more of a kid's movie. And even at the end, when Michael Shannon is like chasing them down and you're like, you would think that the logical conclusion for a kid's movie like this would be like the kangaroo jumps out of nowhere and like stops him and saves them. But that doesn't even happen. No, no. There's no resolution with the kangaroo. It has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. So... Are we review? Are we giving scores for these? We movies? should, you know. What? I we would should. like to introduce this. I didn't bring this up to you yet, but I would like to introduce uh, two separate uh, ra- scores: one through ten, one for the quality of the movie, and then another score out of ten for how accurate you think I, that it was to Mike, the movie. I like that. I'm going to give you an achievement for that one. Very good. <laughs> you you got it. You got five gamer All score right. for that one. So I'm going to say, I think that as far as like accuracy of the marketing, this is like a one out of zero. Ten. Zero. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you I know what? One, Z- because the kangaroo's in it. Yeah. He's at least in it. Yeah. Not even, look, when we showed those trailers, that like zoom in shot of like the lead up to the kangaroo and he's wearing the sunglasses and the hoodie already. That the opening shot of the movie is that, but he's not wearing anything. Yeah, they, so they, it is again the they, movie magic. All all bullshit for the trailers. Uh, yeah, le- this is a movie that yeah is legendary. It's infamous for uh how the marketing was a lie. We kind of blew our load early, I guess, by doing this first. But yeah, you're right. This is the infamous fucking. I was duped into seeing this movie. Yeah, so th- yeah, I think that. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't want to throw around a one or a zero all all the time just because. But no, this is yeah. this, this is, is a, a, this, this is, is a an one. example. This is um, a one. As far as movie quality overall, I think I'm gonna give it a three out of ten or five. A three out of ten. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give it about a two. 
Yeah, because I was just for this, bored out of my mind. Yeah. The the kangaroo effects and Michael one, Sh- and Michael one point Shannon for the effects, one point for Michael and Shannon. For Michael, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Michael Shannon being like you know a wild chaotic man. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the movie is uh, it's boring. It's not so funny. Average it's, two and a half out of ten. Yeah. A twenty five percent garbage. Garbage. Don't watch it. So. That was the I first hope, episode. I hope you enjoyed it. That's yep. cinema marketing, and uh, we'll see you. Uh, any anything you got to plug, Mike? Oh well, plug. Uh, follow my other podcast that I do with uh, our good friends uh, Louis Otero and uh, Jack Patterson. Uh, one of whom might be showing up on the next episode, which we will be playing a teaser for at the end of this. Yeah. Uh, our podcast called Random Movie Roulette, where we, every week we are giving. A uh, we spin a dice and whatever movie it is, that's the movie we talk about. Our most recent episode was on a, a movie called The Raven, which was like an Edgar Allan Poe murder mystery starring John Jesus. Cusack, and it was horrible. Uh, our next movie is gonna be uh, we're on a little bit of a hiatus. Our next movie is going to be Terminator, and it'll be coming out uh, sometime at the end of June. Okay, that's good. I'm looking forward to that. I love Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do much, but I have a, uh, a, a an Instagram page that I update whenever I feel like called um, Western Celebs and Japanese Ads. Just search it up. I just like Japanese commercials. So I find ones with Western Celebs in them and yep. I post them. Some yep. of them are cool. Some of them are weird. Some yep. of them are funny. Yep. Evidence by him putting the uh, the Japanese commercial for Kangaroo Jack during the uh, yeah. break. Yeah, got to do it. You're going to see a lot of Japanese commercials on this show. But um, anyway, that's it for us. Uh, yep. Sign off. And Remember, the uh, the trailers may lie to you, but we, we won't. Yep. And uh, we're going to leave you with a little teaser for what the next movie is okay. going to be. Okay. So Adios. See you later. See you next time. Bye. Coming soon to theaters. He knew the world would not be the same. Few people cried. Most people were silent. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture. Vishnu takes on his multi-armed form and says, Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds.